Before we jump into this episode, you know that I love collaborating with other business owners because the more we support each other, the more we will collectively grow. And that's why I want to tell you about an incredible event that I am thrilled to be part of, hosted by one of our wonderful podcast guests, Wendy Collier. You're invited to experience Ticket to Freedom in its 10th season. This free event is a virtual learning retreat with business building and spiritual growth gifts where myself and a panel of other heart-centered, high-integrity leaders are helping you fulfill your purpose, grow your business with authenticity and soul fuel, and attract more soulmate clients without sacrificing what is most important to you or spending your life on social media. And you know I am all about all of those things. So head over to wendycollier.com slash Kelly to save your free seat before registration closes on May the 7th. That's W-E-N-D-Y-C-O-L-L-I-E-R.com forward slash K-E-L-L-Y. Welcome to another amazing guest episode of Entrepreneur School. Today, I am interviewing the amazing and wonderful Dolly DeLong, and she is a systems and workflow specialist who helps you set up the back end of your business to really streamline and automate things so that you create an amazing client experience from the moment that somebody finds you online to actually inquiring to work with you for about your services or whatever it is that your business does to the actual experience of sort of bringing them on board. And this episode is truly like an entire template that you can steal specific to setting up a contact form, which is something I feel like we can take for granted. In fact, I think this is actually broken on my website currently, but this is an important piece because if people are looking to connect with you and they don't have a way of doing it, you could be leaving money on the table. You could be losing business without even knowing it. So get your notebooks out because this episode is so detailed and tactical that you could literally steal this process to set up your own contact form right away. And I just want to share one other thing before you get to the end of the episode. Dolly and I are collaborating this week, and she's hosting the Systems and Magic Workflow Bundle Launch Edition that is available from February 5th to 9th. So make sure you check the show notes for the link to that, and we'll chat about it at the end of this episode. Enjoy! This is the Entrepreneur School Podcast, where we believe you can run a thriving business and still make your family a priority. This show is all about supporting you, the emerging or early stage entrepreneur on your journey from solopreneur to CEO while wearing all of the other hats in your life. My name is Kelly Sinclair, and I'm a brand and marketing strategist who started a business with two kids under three. I'm a corporate PR girl turned entrepreneur after I learned the hard way that life is too short to waste doing things that burn you out. On this show, you'll hear inspiring stories from other business owners on their journey and learn strategies to help you grow a profitable business while making it all fit into the life that you want. Welcome to Entrepreneur School. Hello, hello, Dolly. Dolly DeLong, I'm so excited to have you here on Entrepreneur School today. Oh, Kelly, thank you so much for having me. 
I cannot wait to dive in to talking all things systems and workflows and the other lovely thing that you like to say, which is SOPs. And for anybody who's listening, who's like, what the heck is that? We are going to get your back covered today. And, you know, I remember at the beginning of my business, I kept hearing people talking about this too, like this idea of creating systems and stuff. And I just, I didn't even like know what that meant or how to even apply this. So thinking back to the beginning of when you were getting started, like, let's talk about how this all came about for you and how you even got into this being your specialty focus. Yeah, definitely. So thank you again for having me. Um, So how I got started with systems and workflows. Honestly, it was like, I feel like everybody says this, but it was a happy accident or just like a um, perfect like storm of events. And so I originally in 2007, so in this might age me a little bit, but in 2007, I graduated not from high school, from college, and I was gifted a camera. And I was like, my- is that age us? That's my- <laughs> 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 you know, like, that does age us a little bit. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I had been gifted a camera. And long story short, that started my side business. I didn't realize it would start my entrepreneurial journey of being a creative business owner. I am, since 2007, I've been a photographer. And I am a service-based business owner in Nashville where I serve families with motherhood and family photography and then small business owners with branding photography. So I've been doing that a lot for over a decade. And then in 2020, the year that everything rocked, like changed and rocked everybody's world, that was actually a very interestingly good turn of events for me personally, Mm -hmm. because I was forced where I live, I was forced to stay inside. And we, if we, if we left to go, like if I went to go photograph a session, we would have been fined and we would have been like, it was very strict. And so I had to figure out a way to create a new income stream for myself. And I was figuring out like, okay, what am I really good at that comes naturally to me and other people want to understand. And so systems and workflows come naturally to me. Of course, I did not know how to actually name that. I just knew I was very gifted at being organized in the back end of my business because I had been leading up to 2018. I had done photography on the side as a hobby and I had worked in higher education for seven to eight years while growing my photography business. And it surpassed my higher education as salary. I don't know what to what else to call it. And so sure. it's one of the foundational reasons is because of systems and workflows and just organizing the back end of my business and knowing how to manage it. And so that in 2020, that kind of like kickstarted my offerings or my passion, my education of teaching other creative-minded business owners about the power getting started with systems, workflows, and SOPs to better like look at it as puzzle pieces on the back end of your business so that you're more organized and streamlined because not all of us are going to be like guaranteed huge um, teams to work for us. And 
might be us for wearing like 25,000 hats, it seems, for a while before we can actually grow and scale. And scaling, for a lot of people, the average person doesn't happen overnight. It happens slowly taking baby steps over time. And so part of that scaling process means putting together the puzzle pieces of systems and workflows, or at least starting off with like implementing one thing at a time. And as a business owner, I feel like we overcomplicate everything. We're like, oh, systems and workflows. That means I have to buy all the apps, buy all the tools, automate all the things, and then everything will work in the background so that I can go like what people say, like go to a beach and sip a margarita and like drink. Like, no, like that is not the picture I want to paint for you all. I want to paint a picture of like, all you have to do is take one baby step at a time and start incorporating, like organizing one part of your business because that really will impact the way you move your business and impact the way your business is on the front end. Yeah. So like what you said there, most business owners, we get into business to do the thing that our business does. And so if it's like be a photographer, we just want to take pictures of people, Yeah. uh, you know, bake cookies and just want to make the cookies. But how do you how do you do all of the other pieces that actually of running the business? And this is one really important part of that. So when you're thinking about people figuring out what sort of system might be good to like start with, where do you direct them? I want to direct people like I have like several places to start. But one thing, one place I want people to start is thinking about how a person can contact them, like get, actually getting in touch for the service that they are known for and want to offer. And because like we were chatting about this right before we hit record, there are businesses to this day, like I am like baffled. Like I want to I reach out to them. I want to work with them. And there's no clear way of contacting them. There's no clear form to fill out. If there is a form to fill out, they don't contact me back like for weeks or they may forget about me. And so there's no consistency. There's no like, SOP standard operating procedure of how a person would contact you and then what would happen on the back end to make it streamlined for both you, the business owner, and for the client who's reaching out to you. Yeah, this one is so important because you literally could be losing business if you're not prioritizing the way that this happens, right? Like nobody wants to go through their emails. Like as a business owner, you're probably like, oh, I don't want to I have to go back through all these emails, but the the reality is you've got inquiries coming in or people yeah. are sending you, they're sending you a message on Instagram and then they're over there sending you, filling out a form on your website or they're finding like a generic hello at your website name, email address, and it's going to all of these places. How is one supposed to manage all of that? Yeah. So I want to encourage like listeners, like if you are brand new to operating your business, if you're a service-based business owner, I don't care what type of business you run. Like it's really imperative to have like a very clear system laid out for people to reach out to you. And even if you have decided like that you want to be present, let's say on Instagram and TikTok and Pinterest, like that's fine, but you still should have everything mapped out very clearly for your clients to be led through one process of contacting you. Not like it shouldn't be different for, let's say somebody contacts you via TikTok and you respond to them in one way. And then on Instagram, you respond to them in a different way. 
It should be clear and very consistent, very Mm -hmm. consistent for everybody who contacts you because sometimes, or I see this, consistency is very, what's the word, professional. That like, I see that as professionalism and I want when somebody is consistent and presenting themselves consistently all the time, I view them as responsible and I can depend on them and I can rely on them to do their job. Like otherwise, if they're seen as scattered, I there's no clarity at the beginning. I'm like, I don't know. If I really trust this person to want to work with them. And you might be the most incredible business owner and have the best service. But if you are scattered at the very top of the contact form process, there's no clarity with how to begin to work with you. You're like dropping the ball early on and you're losing out on a lot of potential money and also potential networking opportunities and relationship building for your business. Yeah. And this is a a big strike kind of against your brand when we talk about brand building being the need to build trust. And that has to extend into the experience that you're providing with your client or potential client, right? And I was thinking of an example as you were talking about that, where I was trying to order cupcakes or cookies or something like that for one of my daughter's birthdays. And first of all, like thinking about what is my experience as a customer doing that? Well, one, super dislike planning birthday parties. So the idea of like creating these these cupcakes or whatever that she really wants that are going to be so special, like that's stressful to me. And when I send a message, the only way that like, because I really like supporting local small businesses and like, I don't care if you make these in your kitchen, that's awesome. But if I send you a message and I'm not sure like if you actually are going to be able to make the cupcakes by the day, like what do I need? I need a backup plan. I'm thinking of like, I'm worried what's going to happen if they don't actually show up on the day because there was no like system. There's no form for me to feel confident that even my order was going to be placed and dealt with. Yeah, exactly. No, I love that you gave that example. Like even as a local business owner, you can... If you're listening in, you can have a a simple system laid out. And so Kelly and I are going to talk about this. And a really good place to start is is something that a lot of people don't do because one, it takes it takes a little bit of your time in the day to do this. And two, it's not sexy, it's not shiny, it's not like so cool and dazzling like TikTok is or Instagram is like reels are like this it this. I'm asking you to take a step back and think about your ideal client's journey. So if you are, let's say that baker, you you create amazing cupcakes, you or bake amazing cupcakes. Okay, well, then let's start from the very top. Like if somebody wanted to order these cupcakes from you or work with you, um, like what, how would they order from you? So write out that entire journey from start to finish. So the journey starts with where are they finding you? So let's say you have a website. All right. Let's say you're on Instagram. And then let's say you have a, I don't know, Google My Business set up. So you have three ways to contact you. All right. Okay. Then literally, I want you to sit down and write out, map out from start to finish. Okay. They find me on these three areas. All right. Now on the form, like what type of form do I want them to fill out? Do I have a CRM? 
a client relationship management tool like Dipsado or HoneyBook or 17 Hats or even a simple Google form, which is free, by the way. Or, and like, what kind of questions do I want to ask them? And then when they hit submit, what do I want to happen then? Like, do I want to send them to, we'll be talking about these elements, like a thank you page, confirmation page. Do I want to send them to my social media? Like, what, what, what do I want to happen? Like, how would I want to feel as a client filling out a form? And so what feelings do I want to invoke as a person is filling out my contact form? And I know that sounds so weird, but you at the very top of that customer and client journey, you want to give them a lot of confidence that you are the answer to their searchable question because most likely they are, they are seeking out the same answer from five different sources. So don't just think like, oh, they're only looking at me to source like the cupcakes, they're probably like seeking out like from five other places too to see like who's going to get back to them. Like they're probably pricing. They're probably feeling out like they're putting out the feelers, like what would be the best fit for them. So you want to stay top of mind for them in the contact form process. Yes. So that's so good. Let me just summarize all of that. Yeah. Talking about like thinking about a full customer journey and the first three steps are where are they going to find you? And then how are they going to get their information to you? And what information do you require from them? And then what is the experience after you receive that information being like, what did they then see or need to get back in terms of communication from you? Exactly. And those are all small elements that literally create that very top I don't want to use the word funnel, but it's like really literally, it's like that top of the funnel process, that top of the customer journey process. And they may not necessarily decide to work with you, but like you're still bringing in them into your world and sphere and you want to have a plan for what happens to them even after they hit submit. So would you like for me to talk about these different elements that I normally put? Yes, I absolutely do. And I, I want to say that the, the, I think this is such an important like two, like full conversation where it's not just about like, let's not just one side to think about this as like a text setup or something no. like that, or even exactly. a communication chain. But really, it's part of your brand experience. And when exactly. you are intentional in crafting that, It's going to make a difference in the way that your client perceives you in terms of like we were talking about with the confidence and the trust and the professionalism and whatever that looks like for you. And then you can start really peppering in your own brand magic on top of this too. So I'm excited to hear the rest of the steps. I love that you said peppering in your brand magic. That is like so perfect because you are going to think about how to pepper in your your brand in all of these elements. So let's talk about that form. So you've already established several places that people are finding you, like that you are presenting yourself on. So I want you then to create a form that you will put in all of those different places. Like in the example we used, you decided, okay, I have a Google my business. I am on, what did we say? Instagram and my website. So I want you to put the same form on all three platforms. That way, wherever or however a person decides to reach out to you, it's consistent for them. It's the consistent start of the journey. And then on this form, I want you to include essential elements such as like, of course, 
ask them what their name is, their first name, their last name. And if they are, if you're going to reach back out to them, which hopefully you are, because the magic sometimes is in reaching back out, is ask them for their best contact email or phone number. And I would even suggest asking them again to retype out their email because sometimes when a person is filling out your contact form on their mobile device, there's misspelling or like they're typing it out really fast and they don't really realize. And so ask them to just like retype out their email again, check for spelling. And then if you want to get fancy, like include elements of your brand. So maybe at the top of the form, put your business logo if you have one or incorporate like images that your business is about. If they need a visualization of what to expect, like to get from you if they work from you. So like in the cupcake example, maybe put like a little image of a cupcake. I don't know. I'm just like trying to throw out ideas to you. I am not a baker whatsoever, but if I were to do that, I would probably do that. We're going, we're going with the baking example. So let's go. Exactly. So like, let get them excited. Like, oh my gosh, this cupcake looks delicious as I'm filling out this form. I cannot wait to find out more information about this. And say, like, for simplicity's sake, let's say your business offered three main services, okay? So if you want to get very technical with your CRM tool, like your client relationship management tool, you have that tech, um, you can actually have different workflows attached to whatever drop-down item they self-selected. So let's say in your bakery, you offered, um, just for simplicity's sake, you offered, okay, a dozen cupcakes option, or then you had another selection of cake, and then another selection of, I don't know, cookies. Like those are your three things that you are known for, and that's only the things you offer, nothing else. Okay, and so a person lands on your website and they're like, you know, I really want a cake. I don't need cupcakes. I know that's what you're known for, but I really need a cake. And so they self-select cake. So guess what? When they hit submit, they are kicked off into a, like, the best way I could describe it, a cake-oriented workflow, okay? Like a very specific workflow that directly relates to, hey, I want that cake. And so um, you can set that up as an element on the back end of your CRM. Now, if this is like so overly complicated and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do any tech setup, don't worry. You can then manually like look at their form. Let's say it's a Google form, then make it a priority every day at the same time to check your Google forms that people fill out just in case it's not automated to you. And that way you have a system to respond back. And then of course, add a question of, well, how did they find you on the form? And then add a question of, do you have any specific questions or like, like mainly like if they have something very specific to ask you, give them that opportunity to fill out that um, most, I don't know what to like, yeah. is there anything specific I need to know? Okay. And that helps for me, that helps me out with formulating. This is another element I'm going to be talking about very soon, but it helps me personalize a video response that I send on the back end to a person who fills out my contact form. And so that. And so on the front end, you've just filled out, you've just created this form, and then you're going to either embed it or share the link on, you know, those platforms that you are present on so that you can keep that client journey very consistent. 
Then let's talk about what happens on the back end. So hopefully, like if you have either Dubsado, HoneyBook, 17 Hats, or Google Forms set up, you will need to create a system for yourself if it's not automated to like check that at a consistent time every day, like during your business hours. Or the beauty of Dubsado, which I highly recommend checking this out, is that they will help you automate the backend steps for you. So if you want, I would recommend having a canned email go out when they hit submit on your form. And so they instantly get an email from you that says, thank you so much for filling out my contact form. This is when and like how to expect to hear from me. So you'll hear from me within 24 to 48 business hours, but I just received, and if you want to get really technical, it can go into that cake workflow. We're using cake as an example. So thank you so much for reaching out. I'm so excited about discussing like, cake options for your birthday party or special event. So this is what you can expect to find out from me. And if thinking about creating three different types of emails is stressful for you, the listener, then I want to encourage you just to create one generalized canned email and let them know when to expect from you. And on this email, I really want you to embed a, not a personalized video, but a general video of you thanking them. Like, thank you so much for filling out my form. So that way they're reading it and they're also seeing you talk to them and it's in their inbox mm-hmm. and they know when to expect to hear from you. Okay. And this is when we're going to get like, this is people might have their mind blown or in the best way or the worst way. Hopefully it's in the best way. When they submit that form, when your new lead submits the form, two things are happening. First, we discussed they're getting that email, that confirmation email from you within video. The second thing that I highly recommend happen is that when they submit that form, they're redirected to a thank you confirmation page. And it has that embedded video of you, again, talking to them. It doesn't have to be a personalized video with their name. That's coming up later on. This is just like a, hey, thank you so much for contacting the bakery store. I'm not really like creative with names. Like (laughs) the the sweet cupcake shop. I am so excited about talking with you about crafting the perfect dessert for your special event. So this is what you can expect to find out from me, like hear back from me. You're pretty much repeating back what you said in that email, but in video form and on a thank you confirmation page, and on this confirmation page, include links to your main social media platform. So just in case they don't follow you, they are now encouraged to follow you so you can continue to nurture them and Mm. work them. Just in case they decide, you know what, now's not the time to order that cake. I I I changed my mind. I'm gonna order a box cake instead from Publix. I don't know. But they are now in being invited, they decided to follow you and they're going to be nurtured by you over time. And then also invite them to check out your, get them on your email list with your lead magnet. And that way they're being nurtured with hopefully your automated sequence that is set up to your lead magnet. So they're being reminded to be nurtured by you from your main marketing channels because you invited them to Instagram or TikTok or LinkedIn, wherever you are present. And then they downloaded that freebie that you invited them to check out. And so they are being nurtured by you and like 
different ways in more like automated ways. Does this make sense? This is so good. And I love how you've like given opportunities for personality, like video is I think one of the best ways to connect with people for sure. So I love that. And I'm thinking like, in my mind, I don't want to change my own process to look like this, but I just want to like pick up on some language that you're using just to clarify for people. What is the difference between the front end and the back end? Like, where does that switch? Yeah. So the front end is like, hopefully this makes sense. Like what people are seeing the front facing. So your website, your Instagram profile, your, um, what other platforms that people are finding you Google my business and that, that link that opens up to that form that is front facing. That is what people see. But then on the back end is what you have set up to be more streamlined, more automated. So the, the puzzle pieces that help. Okay. So is it like, would it, would it be fair to say that it's like once somebody has taken an action, like and engage with you, then everything that you do to come back to them becomes the back end. And then like the delivery, obviously, of your service and whatnot is also in there, too. Exactly. That's great. I like I need to remember to like think through like how to explain it better. So thank thank you for reminding me. You're like, I think I think in terms of communication all the time, and that's really what this is, right? We're just talking about how we're communicating with somebody, but everybody has a different role and there's different phases of that communication where they're seeking you out, they're finding you, they're going through an experience where you're collecting information from them, and then you're sending them up like more follow-ups and touch points. Like I think what you said earlier about looking at this as a customer journey and that there's going to be like drop-offs where if they choose not to buy the thing, like how have you still managed to capture them into your world for future consideration? Which was a really important point that you made. Exactly. And I'm so happy that you brought up the touch point of communication uh, because the reason why I bring up um, email and then your lead magnet and then video, those are different forms of communication. Yes, you're saying the same thing essentially on all those different forms, but a person's communication style or learning style may be completely different from you. So let's say, Kelly, you filled out my contact form and you would rather hear the information and process it that way versus reading it. Because let's be real, we live in an age where a lot of people don't read read things, like, unfortunately. And we think, this is so important. I put everything, like, mm-hmm. in the email form. It's all, all the details are there. But you're going to have people... And it's, it's not because they're bad. It's not because they're lazy. They're a learning style. Maybe I just need to listen to this audio or watch this video or like listen to it while it's playing. And so that's why it would be really beneficial for a business owner to explain the what happens next process in the video form. And it's this literally it's like the same script in that email. Hopefully that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. That's so good. So you just gave us an entire template of how (laughs) to create like a contact form and all of the steps that might need to happen after. Did we miss anything? Can I add a few more bonus points to this? Okay. So if you were, I I like, I dropped a hint, like 
It's also your thank you confirmation page is also a good way for you to do two things. One, of course, like send them more to your brand and like, like solidify more of who you are, but also grow your email list. And especially if you are a new business owner, you might be thinking, well, I depend on word of mouth for my business. I don't really need an email list. And I would, and that's something that I would argue with everyone. I don't care if you're a B2B or B2C. You need to have some sort of email list to nurture your audience so that they can either point to you as an expert and refer you as the expert or just like over time trust you and get to know you and then buy from you. And so even if you have a list of 10 people or 15 people, like the whole point I'm trying to make is I want you to take baby steps to grow out your email list. So on that URL confirmation page, I really do want you to embed a link to grow out your email list. So if it's sign up for my newsletter, sign up for my lead magnet, you don't have to call it lead magnet, you don't have to call it newsletter, but essentially that's what it means. Sign up for this free gift that can be given to you. And then that way they're being funneled into your email marketing platform. And hopefully you have some sort of nurture sequence set up on the back end to nurture them. And then I also want to say, Another element, I said two elements. I have so many elements. Another element I want to add is make sure you have two or three follow-up emails to be sent out to the new lead because, yeah, you might have given them all this information on the front end and they received it through that confirmation video, through that confirmation email, but they might have a lot on their plate. They might be like planning on that birthday party. They might be And again, life happens. So make sure you, the magic is in the follow-up. And a lot of people don't follow up Mm -hmm. because they get, they they think, well, I don't want to overwhelm. I don't want to be annoying. I don't want to X, Y, Z, whatever excuse you're making in your head. And so I want you to have some sort of system to, to follow up. And you can create canned emails that are follow up canned email one follow-up canned email too, and just copy and paste them if you don't want to automate it or put it within your CRM system. And then I don't think I mentioned this, but what I like to do is when I manual, like when I go in and I notice, oh, somebody filled out my contact form, they're now a new lead, they've received that automated email from me. Now I'm going to go and read their contact form and create a personalized video and send it to them through their email. So they're also getting a personalized video from me and I use Loom, L-O-O-M, and it's free for up to five minutes, just in case you're like, I like I need my overhead to be low for my business, Dolly. It's a free tool you can use as long as you keep it under five minutes. And you can say, like, Kelly, thank you so much for filling out my contact form. I'm so excited about helping you plan out your daughter's birthday. So let's think about like what type of cake you want. I want to know everything. And so this is what you can expect. I'm sending you my price and packaging guide in this email. So scroll through it and let me know like what you're interested. Like I'm waiting to hear back from you. So you're putting the ball in their court, but you're also using video. You're looking at them. They are hearing your voice, they're seeing your face, they're watching, like you interact and that creates even more trust in their mind. It's like a psychological thing. Yeah. Oh, so many good things in there. Like the personal touch, 
mm-hmm. there is is shift kiss yes. <laughs> to that. And, like if you are wondering how to stand out from your competition, hello, that is the answer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know what? As a photographer, I like I started doing this because I work primarily like my main service is family motherhood photography. And so I work with a lot of moms. And so I like reach back out to them within a day or two. And I let them know like, hey, thank you so much for filling out my contact form. This is what you can expect. These are all my packages. And this happens on accident a lot, like several times a month. I don't do this on purpose, but sometimes I'll send a video response really quickly when my boys are around. And so Blaze will come and sit on my lap and it's totally unprompted. And so the mom will be like, wow, she's a mom too. So she gets how hectic and crazy life is. And I always tell her, I'm like, oh, but sorry, this was unplanned. Like Blaze just wants to sit here. He wants to say he because he likes to say hi. Whenever I like create Loom videos, he thinks like it's live. And so he like starts talking. It's really fun. I think it's funny. And so that has helped me connect more with moms because they're like, oh, she gets it. She understands like life is crazy. Life is busy. And I have closed more like services with family photography because I know how to speak to my ideal client. It's not like, and I even send videos alone. Alone, It's not like Blaze and Jack are around all the time. Like I, I make sure I let them know like, all the information they need to know as a mom. So I also am talking to them because I understand where they are in their season of life. And so I want to encourage you, if you're creating a video, like, if you know your ideal client well, like, talk to them and let them know. Just be relatable and just, like, be a human. Don't be weird. Don't be like, oh, I have to have my hair and makeup done. I have to have the perfect lighting in this video. You're just making a personalized video really fast and letting them know, hey, I got your contact form. Thank you so much. These are your next steps. Yeah. And, you know, I think this would be a really great exercise to think through just even like you're you're now just talking to one person. Mm-hmm. Right? A lot of the time we get overwhelmed with the idea of content and marketing because we think we're, you know, trying to reach this whole, all these masses, but truly... Yeah. In there is one person. So if you were thinking about the experience you want the one person to have and what you want to say to the one person, and you're showing up for that one person throughout this process and this system that you're creating for contact, which is like so important because that's really how you actually make sales in your business. It's not by having a viral video on Instagram, right? Then you're you're going to get so much better and so much more clear. And you have such a great opportunity to make that connection through all the things you said. Holy dolly. I feel like everyone's going to have to re-listen to this whole episode with their notebooks and write it all down, all of the steps and all of the amazing bonus tips that you shared there. Thank you so much for all of this goodness. Yeah, definitely. And for those of you who are listening in, I call this my contact form that wows. And so I want you to walk away with knowing how to wow your new leads right off the bat. And I'm not asking, I just want to say preface, like I'm not asking you to be a fake person and like a person thinks, oh, you're one way and then they meet you and you're a totally different way. Still like represent your brand, your business very well. But I'm asking you, the listener, to think about how you can present yourself professionally and put in elements of your business and 
be top of mind. This like very start of the customer journey, I want you to be top of mind because most likely they are reaching out. That lead is reaching out to five, seven, 10 different, very similar business owners and they need an answer like human nature. We want an answer. We want an answer yesterday. So why not set this first step up to be automated so they can get that answer from you? No matter if it's like two in the morning, they filled out your form, uh, 10 p.m. at night, like you don't have to be living at your computer, like have this first step automated. And then that way you can come back during business hours and send that personalized video and like chef's kiss, they will be blown away. A hundred percent. I can't wait to hear um, if some people are starting to implement this and what that looks like. Yeah. Um, then make sure that you send Dolly a message over on Instagram. Her handle is going to be in the show notes. And I also wanted to mention one other special thing that we are doing together and why you're here and why I'm making sure that this podcast is coming out this week specifically is because you have an amazing bundle that you're doing around since systems for launching. So do you want to talk about that for a moment? Yeah, thank you so much. So I love breaking down the different puzzle pieces of systems and workflows for business owners. So like they're not overwhelmed and overcomplicating everything. And one of the things that business owners do is like when they are a little bit more advanced in their business and they want to start launching digital products or services or they just want to learn how to launch. They, again, we overcomplicate everything and we think we need a whole team to be working for us and we need to go into debt like with all of these tools and tech and and no, like I, I want to stop you right there. So if you are listening in and you're like, I really want to launch this new product that I have or I want to know how to gain momentum and actually have follow through with the launch plan. And then I have created this bundle with over 30 different contributors. So it's not just me, it's the magic of collaboration. And we are talking about launching. So we are gonna help you with the puzzle pieces of the pre, pre-launch pre phase, the planning phase, the pre-launch phase, the actual launch week, and then what to do in the post-launch because those are there are so many different elements of launching. And again, launching is not a one size fits all thing. So I don't want you to listen in and be like, okay, she's going to give me the magic formula and the roadmap. No, we're going to help help you uncover like different elements you need to be honing in on to make your first or your next launch even more successful. And so uh, Kelly is a part of this and I'm really, really excited about her contribution. I'll let I'll let Kelly, I'll let you share what you will be contributing to this. Yes. Well, for pre-launch, I always think about content and shaping the conversation of what you're talking about that leads into creating more engagement and awareness of you and your brand and just kind of going, getting a little more splashy and a little louder, as I say, before you actually ask people to buy whatever it is that you're selling right now. So you get access to my simplified content system as part of this bundle and you can use it for your launching and you can use it for all of your content for all time moving forward. I have it in my business. It's like my number one tool that I access multiple times a day for planning all these podcasts and then the content that's going to come with them. And 
when I'm creating it and where I'm storing it and how I'm sharing it through email and social media and all the places. So it's uh, it's your one-stop shop for all content across all platforms. And you can throw out any other content planning tool that you've ever tried before. I <laughs> Good thing. love it. I am so excited about it. And I'm so excited about everybody who's come together to offer like different perspectives and different puzzle pieces of what goes into launching for them. And I, again, this is my fourth year leading a systems and workflow magic bundle. So every year for your listeners, if you're like, oh, she leads one every year, I talk about a different aspect of systems and workflow. So like last year, I led a a funnel related bundle. It's funny to say funnel bundle, but it was the systems and workflows of the different faces of a digital funnel. And that um, didn't realize how wildly successful that would be. I was like, oh, a few people will like this. No, a lot of people liked it. I had like over 230 people just like, just like jump on it in that first week. And so, and then the year before it was just like overall systems and workflows to implement in your business. And so, and at that time, like it was a free version and over 4,000 people jumped on within Ooh. a week. And so I just like, I want to help you, like, I just want to help all business centers break down and demystify systems and workflows and just take it one baby step at a time. So if you are in a place in your business, and you're like, I want to learn how to launch it. I want to learn how to launch my services or my digital products. And I don't want to be overwhelmed. And I want to look at it in a more holistic way and look at it as different puzzle pieces. Well, then check out the systems and workflow magic bundle. Um, the launch edition. And it is, yeah, it's going to be live for one week. And Kelly has an incredible resource and there are so many amazing resources in it. Can't wait for it. And the link will be in the show notes. So hopefully you're listening to this in real time and you're able to access it. So check that out and also make sure to connect with Dolly. Dolly, where do you want everyone to find you? Yeah. So I am on Instagram. If you want more systems and workflow education and SOP education, then you can find me at Dolly DeLong Education. And then I also have a podcast, the Systems and Workflow Magic Podcast. And that comes out every Monday. And Kelly was on the podcast. And you'll have to go go back and find her podcast episode. Of course, I can't think of the episode number off the top of my head. Please forgive me. That would um, be insanity if you could just yeah. Oh, I would be in advance. Like I've it's probably come it's probably around now. Like when this yes. one's live and that one is live, that yeah, sometime in the last few weeks. So it will be a far scroll. <laughs> and uh just to like make Kelly's head feel really big and important and incredible, like Kelly, your interview on my podcast was incredible. Like Kelly spoke about the importance of visibility and just it was like creating a system and a strategy for being visible as a business owner. It was, it like, it was amazing. It was an amazing conversation. And I instantly like went and downloaded that freebie that you gifted my audience. I'm like, I'm downloading this. And so I'm really excited about digging into it. Amazing. Okay. Well, maybe I'll have the link for your show to be able to put yeah. that in here too, but definitely yeah. the link to your podcast is below and all the places to find Dolly. And definitely if she gives away this much amazing value on a podcast episode for free, you better be following this woman because she's going yeah. to blow your mind with helping you help with systems and the pieces that really just support you and making it easier to do your business so that you can continue yeah. to pour in your passion 
for the thing that you love to do most. So thank you again, Dolly, for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. You did it. You just listened to another episode of the Entrepreneur School podcast. It's like you just went to business school while you folded your laundry, prepped dinner, or picked up your kids at school. Thank you so much for being here. I want to personally celebrate your commitment to growing your business. You can imagine I'm throwing confetti for you right now. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review. Make sure you're subscribed and let us know you're listening by screenshotting this episode and tagging us on Instagram. Head to entrepreneurschool.ca for tons of tools and resources to help you grow your business while keeping your family a priority. You can subscribe to our email list and join our community. And until next time, go out there and do the thing.